Parsons. And I'm Shauna West. Welcome to the Creative Exponent Podcast. This is a place where we talk about discovering, upholding, and sharing your creativity. Hello, everybody, and welcome to, I don't know what episode we're on. What episode are we on, Shauna? 22. Season 3, episode 22. Season 3, 22 of the Creative Exponent Podcast. And today we're going to talk about judging your work fairly. And this is so important because it comes up a lot in art and yes. any really any creative endeavors. It comes up a lot where we just are completely unfair with ourselves, especially when you're starting something new or when you're just learning. Yeah. And so so that's what we're going to talk about today. That's what we're going to talk we, about. I'm, I'm over here like rearranging 90 documents so I can still see your face and see our notes. Yeah. And anyway, I'm distracted. Yes, that's what I've, we're going to talk about. I've got that too. I've got a lot of windows open because <laughs> right. I'm trying to, I want to, so we've had time, we record in GarageBand, which we've shared. If ever you want to yeah. know, like, I wonder how they do their podcast. We did a whole episode on that yeah. and we record in GarageBand, but now we're also recording video on Zoom and mm-hmm. then we, you know, we have these Google documents that we pull up that has our notes in it and everything. So I think I finally figured out the right, Yeah. I've got it. There, you've Tetris. The right correct. Yeah. <laughs> well, but the <laughs> issue is we need to watch our garage band recording because there are times when it's like oh, yeah. there's just some random error and we're talking no for sound. 30 minutes and and it's not recording. Yeah. Right. And so um anyway, or sometimes I don't turn off the metronome and then there's like a tick 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 through the which whole thing, which feels is, good. Then, <laughs> Sounds great. Then we have to record it again. It just happens. Anyway, it does. does. This is a good segue into judging your work fairly because these are things we've had to learn in doing a podcast, and we really have we really have had to be gracious with ourselves with certain things like just everything. Learning how to use the mics and learning what kind of software. There are millions, not millions, but there are a lot of different kinds of software to use, and um. And I think we've definitely gotten better at it, but yeah. we really had had to give ourselves a lot of grace when we were first starting out. Yeah. Well, and I think it's, I mean, look, I think even if it's not you starting something new, uh, you have to figure out ways to judge your work fairly, even when you're, you know, you've been established a long time. Um, it's, yeah. we're, you know, we're our worst critics and we're definitely the most impatient I think um, I'm even dealing with that personally right now, like being really Mm -hmm. hard on myself about some things. And it's so, yeah, I mean, I just think it's one of those um, it's one of those topics that makes sense. I know you have a you have a story about judging your work fair fairly. So I'm I'm looking (laughs) forward to hearing it. (laughs) I have lots of stories about it because I think that I'm I'm the kind of person. So. There are people who approach new things with like, I'm going to be terrible at this. And they just kind of, you know, maybe are really harsh with themselves. I tend to approach things, especially things that are kind of like in a world that I've been in before. I tend to approach it like, I have a feeling I'll be okay at this. Like I might, I might do all right. (laughs) I do that too. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you do. So 
I decided I wanted to play the violin. I've always loved listening to violin. I've yeah. always, I think it's a beautiful instrument. And so I went ahead and ordered this violin off of eBay. And yeah. um, I mean, total crappy mm-hmm. violin, bottom of the barrel kind of violin. And this is when um, you were how old? This is when I was probably like 25. Okay. All right. Just getting some yeah. context here. 25, 26, okay. something like that. So I bought the violin and, um, and I bought a CD and a book and everything to mm-hmm. learn. And I just, as I'm waiting for this, this is before like two day shipping, as I'm <laughs> waiting for this violin to come, I'm having these visions of like, I feel like I'm just going to get it right away. <laughs> like I'm just going to pick it up. <laughs> And it's just like that first bow drag is just right. going to be so be- beautiful. And it's just going to be like, wow. I, like, if only I had known right. <laughs> this sooner. <laughs> so anyway, I had, so I had so this far. vision. So then I get my violin. And first of all, I have to like set it up, which if, yeah. for anyone who plays violin, like there's a bridge that's that's um, it's held upright by the tension of the strings. And then, yeah. Especially with a cheap violin, you have the issue of the tuning peg slip. So oh you get it all nice and tight and in tune, and then it goes like... I'm worn out know? with it just thinking about <laughs> <Yes>. it. <laughs> so I'm like struggling setting up this violin. This is also a good story and a good example of like, please give yourself good tools. Because right. I was starting with this really... Oh. Just, it was like a $150 violin, yeah. which is not very much for a violin. And, um, so anyway, I'm struggling through setting it up. I'm rosining the bow. I'm trying to get it to the right tension and everything. And then I start to play and it's, (laughs) (laughs) it's that horrible screechy typical scratching. Yeah. Yeah. First time playing the violin. And, and I really, you know, and my first thought was, well, I'm just, I'm not going to be good at this. I'm not good at this. And I was really disappointed. (laughs) And it's like, Man, how just absolutely unfair is that? Right. Like, to pull it out of the box and have this expectation yeah. of like really being able to stand there and intuitively play a song. Yeah. Like that expectation is so ridiculous. And I totally. think that so this story's funny and we can laugh about it, but I think a lot of us do that, that we go to, you know, I don't know, a floral design workshop yeah. and we go to we take a class online about painting or drawing and we just sort of have this idea like my work is going to look as good as the instructor's work who has yeah. pro- studied it for decades. Yeah. And, and then when it doesn't, then we think, oh, well, they're talented and I'm not. They're right. good and I'm not. And it's like, well, wait, it, back, G- give back it a minute, a minute and a here. half. <laughs> that's like Ava she's man she's that way um I'm I'm definitely that way too somewhat but I'm learning I'm learning through most of our therapeutic talks you know it's a practice again those things are a choice and practice not like a you're gonna arrive at the place where you always judge your work fairly it's just more of a choice and a daily practice to try to remember to do that but um you know, she she drew an eye this week, you know, like an actual eye. And, um, you know, she's I, really into an eye, 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 eye. <laughs> right. You make, you somehow make a three-letter word into like three syllables. Eye, 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 eye. Okay, anyway, I can't even keep doing it. But 
um, you know, with with the shading and all and the reflection in the eyeball and, you know, and she she just she hated it, you know, because of the lashes. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there looking at it thinking, I would could have never drawn that at twelve. Like I never could have um I just didn't have that eye eye. <laughs> Now I'm so self-conscious. <laughs> anyway, I just didn't have, you know, at that time in my life, in my head, I was athletic, not creative. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it just blows my mind. And the then how hard she is on herself over, like, how the eyelashes look, you know? And it's like, sweetheart, that's the very first time you've done this, you know? And Andrew, you know, draws a ton and um, is really, really talented. And he usually has a reference photo or something he's looking at, you know, but still really naturally gifted. But he's practiced a ton. So she looks at his stuff, you know, and his eyeball looks, you know, it does. It looks more professional and finished. And, uh, you know, there's just some finesse in it. And the shading's less harsh. And, you know, she just, it's, hers is just crap. And it's like, it's the first time. It's the very yeah. first time you've done this. I don't understand what it is. And it hits us, I think, at about that age, you know, about puberty, middle school, because like if you ask a six-year-old, I mean, even our Phoebe is like, I'm the most amazing artist on the planet. <laughs> I, I can sing, I can dance, I can twirl, and I'm amazing. And it's something in that age that just, that insecurities flare up, you know, comparison flares up, and it just kind of stops being easy to give yourself a dang break when you start something new, yeah. you know? I don't know. Well, and it and it continues. I think a lot of us yeah. carry that into adulthood. Um, yeah. I, I had a, almost an identical story with someone who took one of my free painting classes online. Yeah. And she sent me the picture and was just really, like, critiquing it and everything and saying, like, I just don't, I just don't think I'm really good at it and everything. And I said, well, how, how many paintings have you done? Mm-hmm. And she... In just that question, she knew right away what I was asking. Yeah. And she sent like the laughing emoji and she said one. Right. And I'm like, okay, well, let me, let me give you an assignment. Do 100 paintings. Yeah. And then at that 100th one, then you're allowed to critique it a little bit more. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. but right now you're not allowed to critique it because yeah. it's your first painting. So, I don't think that doesn't mean you like you need to come with the expectation of being bad. Like you might be, you might, might find, be, wow, might there's, okay. there's some hidden, yeah. hidden talent there or something. But I think that you need to come with the mindset of, I'm not going to judge this the same way I would judge something that I've been doing for a long time. Right. So I'm not going to judge it the same way I would my handwriting that yeah. I've been doing since I was five years old. Yeah. I'm not going to judge it the same way that I would other things that I feel very proficient and capable yeah. at. And I think that we start to lose that willingness to do things that, w- that are out of our sphere of proficiency. Mm-hmm. We start to lose that, that willingness yeah. and start to, and we've talked about creating those boundaries around yeah. yourself and we all do it. Sean and I still do it where yeah. we're like, yeah, this is kind of where I'm comfortable. This is where I yeah. feel 
talented. This is where yeah. I've worked hard to grow. And stepping outside of that means I'm going to create work that's very um, amateurish. Yep. And that's, you know, that maybe not going to be. Yep. <laughs> I'm so, you know, when I was younger, and I think this is because of sports, I really do. I just got into a place where I did not do things that I could not just, I mean, be amazing at. Like, I wanted Mm -hmm. to annihilate the competition. And if I couldn't, then I was not going to participate. So while I was okay at volleyball, I would never go out for the team because I was like, "Mm -mm, not doing not doing mediocre, not learning something new. I mean, down to like which games we would play, like as a family, which ones were fun. I still do it every now and then where I'm like, nope, I'm not good at that. I don't want to do it. (laughs) You know, and that's just so, it's so contrary to what I, what I feel here in my studio space, you know, especially now, um, just having to kind of pivot and keep pivoting and trying new things, new approaches, um, different projects, certainly then like stepping out and painting this last year in a more serious way. So it's so funny, you know, I think maybe some of that's just some maturity, like, and recognizing you don't get to be like, you know, you can't feel like an Olympian all the time, although I was never an Olympian, but in my mind, you know, it was like, I'm totally awesome at that. So yes, I will happily sign up and do that, you know? Um, And sometimes it's good to do things. This is not on our notes, but it's worth saying, you know, things like that. Also being a beginner, it keeps us humble and hungry for learning and for just, kind of that exploration of like, what could I gain from this? What could I, what could I become because I choose to sit down and do something I'm not so great at yet, or I um, feel, you know, a little unsure about that. That's kind of like that childlike wonder, you know, we can't have that if we're only willing to participate in things that, you know, we are our strongest in. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it's just interesting how we do that. Well, and I think it's important to note, just like with sports, um, art and creative work, and we've talked about this before, there is this component of a natural aptitude, some ability. Definitely when you get into sports, there's like, you're just built for certain things, you know, your height or the, you know, your muscle structure and all of that um, can make you predisposed to certain sports. But with, and I think the same thing can be true artistically. People just sort of have this natural draw to colors Mm. or to, yeah. patterns and textures or to music or whatever. Yeah. But all of those things are, are learned. And there are so many stories about on both about athletes, about people in the financial world, yeah. about business, about creativity, where people learn how to do something that they never saw right. themselves as being good at. Um, yeah. and that, you know, we love those stories cause it's kind of the underdog. It's the, well, it's real the person. Yeah. <laughs> the person who life. started later in life, the person yeah. who maybe, you know, people told them that they weren't going to be good enough. And then they, they yeah. worked really, really hard and 
took advantage of their natural assets, but then honed the things that needed to be honed and became, yeah. you know, very stellar in their field. Yeah. So I think that that's like, I don't think we can say it enough that that same thing is yeah. true of any kind of art or creative endeavor that yeah. it, it all takes practice and study and work. Yeah. Um, and that's why there's art school. That's yeah. why there's design school. Yeah. If it was and like either you have classes. it or you don't, then yeah. there would be none of that. Yeah, there'd right. be none of that because it's like, well, there's no point in taking a class if it's not something you can yeah. learn. It can but, be learned. But you can learn. Yeah. You can. Yeah. And I, I think too. I think that's like, important. And you you told me this last year, you know, when I was um, starting to paint a little bit more, you know, you had said like give yourself a challenge, you know, and and that it's funny that. We're nearing, I guess I did that in March, so I'm not quite at my year mark, but yeah, I'm almost at a hundred. I've got 11 to go and may do that before obviously the full year is up. And so it is interesting at, at choosing, there they go. My mom is at the door. Um, It's okay. (laughs) Um, Anyway, they... Oh, no, that's what I was saying. I've got it now. Um, You know, it's interesting. (laughs) It's interesting how now I just know, like, I I do, I have practiced my way into, you know, feeling some trust in what's about to come out of my hands. Mm -hmm. And I can see now... Now I'm, you know, I'm so like, uh, you know, I've just got, like we've said before, I'm, you know entrepreneurially promiscuous so I'm the same a little bit artistically I get a little (laughs) like distracted and I'm like "Ooh, spring colored abstracts that sounds fun let me do that today and then it's like a moody dark sky so I'm never going to be somebody probably who always stays in this one tight you know vein Um, but I do see now consistency in it, and I see sort of a style that's emerged and is emerging, and I know it'll keep doing that. And, you know, that just takes, that takes practice. It takes doing, you know, for that to happen. Um, And that's not even to say whether it's good or not. It's just, it's more than what it was, you know? Yeah. It's more than what it was in the beginning. And often, I think so much of the, the creative part, when we apply what we're talking about to that, that's really half the battle. You know, it really, maybe it's 80%. Because, I, I mean, you, I know, and I have both looked around at millions of different things that are considered art that we just don't get. You know, it's not yeah. our... I mean, we're all that way. We, I mean, some people look at my things and, and feel that way, you know, um, at yours or at, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. that's just the way it works. You look at it and you're like, I don't get it. It's not my... That's the nature of yeah. art. Yeah. It really is that it's, it's so subjective. Yeah. And so that's the point. It's like, it's really not about whether it's good. It's about, is it yours? And, and have you given yeah. it some time to develop by practicing it? And being okay with being a beginner long yes. enough to just give it a whirl and see where your hands lead you, whatever the medium is. You know, it may not be painting, yeah. but, um, you know, bl- blogging, writing, um, you know, photography, all that stuff. You know, any, anything where you're taking your hands and you're, you're doing something with them. It just requires that, the practice, you know, which is why we yeah. love that book so much. So, 
anyway. Yeah, we actually wrote, we wrote in our notes a point that we want to make that it's not, your work is not less than yeah. because you're a beginner. It's just different. Yeah. And actually there's, um, that had kind of come from, um, there was a workout program I was doing and they had different, you know, they always have the variations. They have the mm-hmm. person who's going to go all out and jump all over the place and everything. Right. And then they have the person who's, you know, modifying and kind yeah. of protecting the joints and everything, yeah. taking it a little bit, a little bit simpler Slower, and yeah. the instructor which I really appreciated kept saying like she's still working hard she's yeah. still doing she's doing her best for what her body is gonna do yeah and and it's not less than it's yeah. it's just that's her her level where she's at right now and I think yeah that that's important when you're starting that it's like this this is just it's not less than this is just where I'm at in yes. the journey this is just yeah. where I am and I I've really tried to embrace that as even as I look at my old work that I'm like oh oh gosh I can't believe that's like in somebody's house like yeah I I already feel that way hunt them all down and burn them right (laughs) but but they you know they are not less than they're just that that's where I was that's what I could create at that time with with what I had learned with what I knew with what my practice level was. And so, yeah, I I think it's really important to not try to use words like good and bad to judge your work, but use, use words like, okay, well, this is what I learned. Uh This is what I would do differently next time. Yeah. This is, this is where I see some growth. Yep. Yeah. You know, just, yeah. And just giving yourself a moment to be, be brave enough to be a beginner, you know? It's a brave thing, especially if you're then going to share it, you know, in any way, whether it's like on social media or a, a website yeah. or a blog or even like at a gallery or at a show or something like that locally, even with your family, it's vulnerable. I mean, you know, so just it's a brave, brave thing to begin yeah. and focus on you know, I just have a pull to do this thing. I can't tell you why, but I just have this pull and I want to do it and I'm going to do it. (laughs) And I mean, I don't know. I feel like people have looked at me probably throughout my entire adulthood and thought, when's she going to like, not do a new thing, but I not probably not <laughs> right. ever. I mean, I don't know. I mean, just it's you've not, like reached proficiency at doing new things. So yes, that's just what it's just doing. not it's my style to like, I don't know, create this one widget and sell this one widget until I'm dead. It's just not me, you know? Yeah, um, I can't so, do that either. Yeah. I've got to always, I mean, there are things that I've done for a long time that I still love yes. doing, but yeah. I don't maybe I don't necessarily want to do them over and over again. Or yeah. I think that's one reason why I really love, I love painting landscapes. I like yeah. painting portraits. I yeah. like painting still life. I, yeah. I like bouncing around between them because yeah. then I can paint kind of what I'm in the mood for, or I can right. switch to different mediums mm-hmm. or if I don't want to paint that day, I'll work with yarn or I'll work yeah. with, you know, yeah. I'll go do, do a sewing project yeah. or I'll work on writing. Yeah. I, I love that. What, the kind of work that we both do yeah. kind of allows for that sort of bouncing around to yeah. different to different things. But that's not for everybody. Some people, no. they really love like mastery in one thing. That's right. They that's love true. that one thing. They're passionate about it. And that's what they do for their, you know, for their entire, mm-hmm. 
career. And and that's fine too. There's not, not a right or wrong, but the point is, is that when you, and you had just touched on this, that when you focus on improvement and growth and you focus on practicing regularly in whatever it is, whether it's something new, something you want to pick up again, that you haven't had the time to do because of Mm full-time work, raising kids, homeschooling, you know, taking, helping your parents as they're aging, whatever it is. Um, if you focus on practicing regularly growth, growth is just unavoidable. Like you're not going to do something several times a week and not improve at it. Right. Like it's, it's just Im- impossible science. really. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Cause science. of science. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, that's it. It's going to happen. You will yes. get better. You know, it's, yeah. yeah. You it's will. So and interesting it's interesting. I think that that's, and actually, that. We had shared about keeping a captain's log. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think yeah. it was in the last podcast episode. And someone shared with me that they followed that advice and they yeah. sat down and, and wrote a log of the decisions they've made and kind of what the results have been, just kind yeah. of looking over the past year or so. And she was so impressed with herself and yeah. what she had accomplished when yeah. she was feeling like she hadn't done very much. But right. then when she really wrote it down and looked over it. So I think that's why it's really important to keep a record of your work, um, whether it's by photographing, even if you throw away the stuff after you create it, photograph it, have some kind of record of it so that then you can see, oh man, it is funny to look back at old sketchbooks and I'm really tempted to like tear certain pages out. There's like a hand I drew. It really, (laughs) and I even knew at the time, I'm like, (laughs) it looks like a Yoda hand. It It totally, it's like, looks Hands too are small hard. It's, <laughs> it's out of proportion it just looks so bad but I you know I I had never really focused on it, it was my first hand yeah. that I was try, trying yeah. to draw and and even just like self-portraits I've done yeah. self-portraits for classes and looking at like one that I drew a few years ago versus one I drew yeah. like last year just seeing how much growth yeah. there is in that looking yeah. at like one of my first portraits as an adult which Man, the girl looked like an, a Disney princess or something. Yeah. Her eyes were so enormous. Her proportions were so <laughs> off. And um, and now, you know, how I'm drawing portraits that really, you know, yeah. they look human and they yeah. have a likeness to the person. And yeah. it just it just all takes practice. And you've got to be able to see that growth. And, um, you know, and even now I look at where I'm at now and I know there's still so much growth yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, but this is, this is where I'm at now. This is what I can create right. now. And, um, I, I think we need to celebrate that and not rush through it. Yeah. Too and much, that's enough. You know? That's enough for now. You yeah. know, it's enough. Yeah. You don't have to be, um, well, again, it's sort of like we've talked about so many times. There is no really real arrival point, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe you'll win some kind of award or you'll publish a book with your work in it. Um, but there's always the next thing there, you know, there's always the next Monday morning, the next meeting, the next opportunity. So like as cheesy as it may sound and as repetitive as we've shared it, it really is about the process and about sort of the discovery and the journey of creating work whatever that work is. Um, and I think that applies to people in a boardroom. I mean, that's the, it, it applies to every, every kind of work. You know, it, it can't just be about 
um, the arrival of a place. So if it can't be about that because there's not this like point where we just stop and it's like, okay, I've done it all. I have arrived and there's nothing left to learn. There's nothing left to improve upon. Um, then, you know, it takes some pressure off and I think it gives us the ability to be brave, you know, and to try, to try new things and to, to be a beginner and be, um, I don't know, even just to, to be brave and bold enough to pivot and do different things in our businesses or in our lives, you know, um, oh, and we've taught, we've had so many good guests who have done that. So yeah. like Michael of Inspired by Charm and yeah. Emily Lex of Emily Lex Studios yep. and just, you know, who have, they were doing one thing and then decided, yep. you know, let me, let we me try my pivot. hand at something else and, and allowing themselves to evolve and change and yeah. taking some risk in order to do that mm. is, um, those are awesome stories and very inspiring. Yeah. So yeah. Yes. Well, I have a creative contraption. We didn't talk about it ahead oh, okay, of time, great. but it's actually something totally different. It's not a, well, I have more pens and pencils and goodies I can talk about. <laughs> um, this is actually a class that I'm taking that I okay. think really fits with this. And it's one of the classes on Gene Oliver. Okay. Uh, it's by Amy. I can't think of her last name. I don't know. It starts with a B. Amy B. Uh, but anyway, it's on Jean Oliver's um, course and her, it's like Butler or Baker or okay. something like that. Anyway, but the class is called the Magpie's Nest. Okay, I've seen and that one. And it's t- totally not like anything I would do. It's like literally making this book that has this feeling of kind of this bird's nest. Yeah. Like you're collecting all these little things and doing all these you know, marks on paper and making these mark making tools out yeah. of twine and soda cans and all this stuff. And, and even as I'm watching it, I'm a little like, cause for those who don't know me, I'm like, I'm tidy. I like to, you yeah. know, I want like straight edges and well, I don't mind a good deckled edge, but you know what I mean? I like, yeah, you like of, a stencil. Yes. I, gotcha. I like things to yeah. be neat and tidy and she's just like working in these stacks and dripping on everything and yeah. spilling stuff and <laughs> burning things and dripping wax all over things. And, and as I'm watching it, I'm just like mesmerized yeah. <laughs> and like, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. So I started yeah. foraging some stuff yesterday. I saw that like, and it was beautiful. I just felt super inspired. I'm collecting all these little like leaves and acorn caps and little, you know, dried thistles and and things and um, putting together these little collections. And now I'm like, so uh, my friend Julia, who's in the UK, I'm like, so do you get any pottery shards? Like, can you, can you, do you have any little scraps of like old paper and stuff? (laughs) Basically, like, I just want your trash. Can you just like send me (laughs) all of your garbage, put it in a box and send it to the US? Um, but I'm really looking around like for little buttons and little bits of yeah. paper. So anyway, it's really good for me. This yeah. is not the kind of thing I would normally do. It's not the kind of work I would create. And yeah. I find myself like 
really excited about yeah doing it and making the mess and yeah. and also I've you know ordered some fun supplies and everything and of course that's like the best part of taking a class right. is getting to order some supplies so um so anyway I'm just sharing that class because yeah. I feel like um if you're kind of at that place where you're like I'd really love to learn something new mm-hmm. like pick a class that's maybe yes. different from the way you would normally create maybe it's not fully your style mm-hmm. or your thing and just um play give it a try yeah be a beginner yeah play around see yeah how... I, you know what's funny is I was actually gonna say like and I forgot to tell you this so it goes hand in hand but like just a creative exercise is to do like what we did at the retreat you know take your phone out and just pile a table with just little bits and you know baubles and pretty things and you know and try to um you know take a beautiful photo you know style style things together it was such a fun just creative exercise you know it just was it was just a ton of fun so it was fun to see people like were laying doing like a flat lay on stairs and doing like just the different things they would gather it was really interesting her name is amy bishop Okay. So I looked it it up so that it was a B, but I was not right on the rest of it. (laughs) So, but anyway, it's a great class. Um, Jean Oliver has a lot of great classes. I also love classes on um, Domestica, although you have to look and make sure they're in your language of choice. Because I've taken a class that's in Spanish and it's really hard to watch what they're doing and read subtitles at the same time. Right. So sort of struggling through that one, but that, that's um, a great place. And, um, Skillshare is another good one. Anyway, there are a lot of a lot of places. places yeah, classes. Renee Mueller offers really good classes too. I love her stuff. Yeah, um, she's one that really encourages that play and yeah. like letting kind of the magic happen and stuff. So it's always a little like yeah, it's a it's a little hard for me, but I love how people like that can kind of pull me out of what's comfortable and get me doing new things. That's so, right. It's it's good yeah. to stretch. Yep. Yeah, so we have, um, actually in a couple of weeks, I think we're going to be talking to, to Liz Marie yes. uh, Galvan about her creative process, yes. which will be fun. And of course, we've got some more topics coming up before we take a break for the holidays, which are That's upon right. us. But gosh, yeah. they are. <laughs> which blows so, my mind. I know. I mean. I know. I'm actually putting up my tree next week but yeah. not because that's like the normal time to put it up but because I need to put it up for yeah. um some uh freelance Articles. work but yeah. yeah yeah anyway yep. so we hope that you will join us next time yes bye guys thank you for listening to the creative exponent podcast our original theme was written by a walker spring and recorded by ellie swope and johan wagner And if you like The Creative Exponent, please subscribe and leave us a review. You can find us at www.thecreativeexponent.com. And you can also send us an email at hello at creativeexponent.com. 